Good morning, good morning. What's happening, everyone? What's going on? Marcus Griffin here, and you're listening to Confessions from an Attic. I know it's been a long while, and yeah, it's been a long while since I posted an episode. And I'm a little scared, weary to post this now. But I'm in the mood. I'm in the mood to address something that has recently happened to me that hopefully people will learn from. Hope people I could put out a good message. Um, I'll be honest. I am as sober as I've ever been in a long while. I finally have. It's kind of like one of those things where you've been on the fence so long. Where you think you could teeter and walk that. I mean, I've been a, a fence sitter, a fence stander, what have you, for the longest time. Ever since I can remember, ever since I started working with my brother, it's been on that, you know, trouble making decisions. Trouble making the right decisions. And then as I, you know, it's one of those things where with me, it's like you, you teeter on that dark side. Like, oh, I like this way. Oh, no, I don't like this way. But I continue to live this way. But I don't want to live this way, you know? So it's one of those real decisions. And got to put forth that effort to be like, no, I'm sticking with the right path. You know? Especially because I'm, I'm, I've been... That right, that wrong path is... It's always going to lead you to something, a, a greater demise. You know, it's cool when you survive, you bounce back, but... Um, you know, I'll just get into it as, as far as this, I was involved in two, involved in the accident. I was under the influence and being under the influence, I wasn't in my right mind. I'm happy to be in my right mind today though, as I, as much as I, I come on here and I say, yo, I'm six months cocaine free as if like that's living some sober life or really just taking up other, other Possible ha- bad habits, possible addictions to mask the one you're facing as far as, you know, oh, I don't do cocaine, but I smoke weed. Oh, I only, you know, I smoke weed. And when I smoke weed, I only smoke weed when I have alcohol, you know. And it's like, nah, just stop be stop BSing. Be the great you, you, you could be, you know, and center yourself on that. Be prideful of it. So I try to tell myself every day. I try to say to myself, you know, what is alcohol really got me? Now, granted, weed does put me in a, in a cool, calm place, you know, and I've, I've said plenty of apologies to my friend because I don't want to skip over that. I was I was not right in a lot of ways as far as what went down that day. Spent some days in jail. And for my friends that listen, for the people that do listen, I am not a jail guy. Uh, You know, I couldn't know. I can't get used to cold food and food groups that make no sense. I mean, chimichanga with green beans, the rice sticking together. I mean, we had a chicken patty for breakfast. I, I mean, I was like, can I see a menu? What are your options? I am not fit or cut out. Now, I'm not to say that I won't adjust, but hopefully I won't have to adjust. You know, as I read every day in the Bible and read my books on, you know, my latest book, Autobiography of a Yogi. Shout out to uh, Zoe Williams for recommending the book, not just to me, but to everyone. Uh, 
it's been it's been one of those things where I'm like I'm ready to face whatever trauma I'm a face, ready to own up for whatever mistake. You know, now I'm not perfect. I have my flaws, and there's gonna be times where my patience get tested that I might act inappropriately. But as of right now, as I can say, is the learnings that I'm getting and the messages that I'm receiving. I've been at peace more than I ever have. Drinking hasn't really been a problem. I've been around people that had alcohol. Um, and it's crazy to be in this place. Because I'm back doing shows a little, a little bit. Not picking up like I would like. But at the same time, um, I don't know. I might be a, above this comedy thing. You know? It's like one of those things where you're like, eh. I've had a decent run at comedy. I can sit back and be an observer. I can sit back and enjoy my friends doing it. I can sit back and admire the work others are putting in without actually, you know, being too envious. Understand, I love the craft of comedy. And my envy is more like, man, I love to see people working, but I am jealous because I remember that feeling. You know, I remember that feeling of, Working constantly, whether it be open mics, whether it be two shows in a night or maybe it be an open mic and a show, you know, and you just know the more you do something like that, the better you'll get. You know, so with not putting in the work, you're like, I might fall off, be rusty. But right now I kind of get a possible constant show a month just to get my fix, just to kind of be like that hobby kind of deal. And... um it's good. It's good to play some at because the last show I did, you know, I was it was around it was a lot of liquor around me, and before I made I you know like it was cool. I had a friend that or a comedian that just kept on checking on me, and I know had I not been in this place, I would have snapped on him like, yeah, I'm okay. Damn, you see me with a drink? You see me thinking about it? But you know, I was able to keep cool. Be like, yeah, hey, I really appreciate that, man. I really appreciate you looking out for my well-being. That's why I know the change is coming, you know? When you, when you look within and take that moment to pause and, and, and pick and choose your words. It sucks, man. It really sucks that I was involved in that incident. You know? That was my best friend of 28 years that I put in the hospital. And maybe that incriminates me. Maybe the I... Maybe the put, best friend. It's sad. You know, I will tell you, though, through this process, it's interesting because it was a night I didn't, I really didn't want to go. And I should have, it's just like the should have, could have, would have, you know. I should have went to my girl's house. I should have just followed the plan of hanging with her and her brothers and then going home and not kicking it. But it's like one of those things where, you know, it's my best friend. And I could hear it. it was like, hey, come on, come out with me. Man, we don't ever hang out. And da da da. And you're like, even then, now that like like when you mature, when you and I know it's it, it may sound simple, but it, you know, it may sound simple. Like I'm 38. I can't succumb to peer pressure. But it's a, a tad bit of it. And this ain't just any peer. It's someone I know for 28 years. And you know, you try to balance that. Man, I do hang with my girl a lot To I do need to kick it with my best friend 
But it just went off the rails. You know? And it's horrible. Can't tell you how deeply sorry I feel. Now, in the moment, I'm angry. In the moment, I'm angry and I'm going to my old habits of angry, deflecting, blame, you know, making excuses. Just like, oh, if I never, if he didn't offer, if it wasn't this, what I should have, could have did. And it's, everything happens for a reason. Trying to explain this story today because I can look at that tragedy as a blessing. I don't know what lies ahead for me. I really don't. I don't know if, you know, there's jail time, but I'm ready. I'm sure there's going to be lawsuits, some, some <laughs> insurance possibly dropping me. I have no idea. I just know right now I don't, I don't have no fear about it. My consequences were always going to come heavy when it comes to finally catching up to me because I've lived a life <laughs> kind of where everybody, you know, some people have coddled, some people have let go, some people have excused my behavior to just be like, that's Marcus. But I know, I know that karma, the karma going to hit. But the first time I'm ready, you know, I say all these messages because as individuals, we can face something that's tragic and we want to look at all, we want to look without. Man, why does bad stuff happen to me? Man, if they didn't, if I could have, this is horrible. I don't deserve, you know, instead of just being like, crazy sounds instead of being thankful. I'm thankful that I still get another message to change my ways that message don't happen if that doesn't happen could have been worse i could have been dead could have been flipped he could have been driving that's what's even the crazy thing i mean as i run my mouth to people i don't know i will never not run my mouth to individuals that has always been my way and as people have said to me why do you tell everybody your business why do you do this and i'm like you know why because i realize everybody got a story you know, I realize everybody has a story. And in that story, everybody's comfortable just sharing with me as I'm sharing with them. How do you get to know individuals if you just kind of sit there mundane talking about sports, talking about women, talking about things that really don't matter? Now, granted, everybody doesn't need to know me day one. But along this journey, I hope to be eventually a therapist, a psychologist. So hopefully I could tell by example, have my stories be shared. Now, granted, like I said, yes, I need to work on that. Not everybody needs to know the tragic part. They can know some of the blessings, some of the beautiful shit. But then that, won't that come off as bragging? I don't know. I like running my mouth. You run your mouth, um, things come from it. I went to Sprint, or actually T-Mobile now, and... Speaking of running the mouth, I ran my mouth to the, the arresting officer. I said to him, you know what? That you really handled this situation well. He called me. Because I meant, he called me as I was down the street. Hey, where you going, bro? Taking a stroll. Yeah, really? Okay. Hey, sit down. Let's talk. It wasn't a, get your hands off me, I freeze, bro. Guns drawn, it was none of that. It was none of that situation. It was, where you going, bro? Yeah, stroll. Why don't you have a seat for me? Questions. Are you okay? 
Yeah, we seen. You know, real calming. I wrote a letter thanking that sheriff as he arrested me. Wrote a letter of the good work he did. Just along that night, man, we seen another car. Two black males. He pulled over. Hey, yo, let me ran the plates. Who's the driver? They were honest. Yo, you drive. This your car. Don't let him drive. Boom, boom, bang. And that same incident, because I drove my best friend's car. You know, it's crazy how life works. Here it could be the same incident. Now, granted, I don't know if they're under the influence. I think he said put the weed in the back seat, what have you. Let him go. Now, yeah. This is how crazy life works. Maybe if he didn't arrest me and have me in that back seat, they don't get that same break. See what I'm saying? Even in tragedy, there's blessings that go around. Maybe they're scared straight. Maybe not. Maybe they got let off the hook. But at the same time, I wrote a letter admiring, admiring the work that he put in. Because we crucify so many cops when they do wrong. We want that front page blasted. Blasted. This cop was a Hispanic. That arrested me. Said, said some kind words. Bam. I said that to say I get a call that day. I don't like having my phone in my ear. So I put on speaker. The sheriff, the sheriff called me. Thanked me for those words. Said Reb, the officer Rebular. Thanks you for those words. There's some beauty and tragedy. That's all I'm saying to everybody. Anybody that's suffering. There's some beauty in it. If you take positive steps. If you look at that silver lining, there's some beauty in it. It's a blessing in it. I'm still blessed as God sent that message of slow the hell down. Because here's one thing. I find that the more spiritual you get, the more the spirits is going, the universe is going to talk to you. It's going to reach out. Hey, yo, you want to answer? You talking to us more? You can't BS with it. We're going to send you a message. We're going to either send you a positive one or a negative one to really make you decide. Do you want to answer and follow or do you want to stay away and follow and go about the other way? But you can't BS us. We know your heart. Something I had to go through. It's something we all got to go through to see who we going to follow. Our own intuitions or what the universe has to say about it. Our own pride or what the humility has to say in every aspect that the universe is trying to show you. Come to us. Have your Jesus moment. Or still live in the dark. Still live in the dark. Still live in those, those selfish ways. It's interesting. Sat down with my daughter. Read her the Bible. And my goal is to get a message from it each and every time, you know, read the Bible. Then we turn on the TV and I want everybody on this last message to hear and maybe receive it, believe it, internalize it, where it was said that the promise of peace should quiet any storm. No storm is bigger than your peace. That's powerful. Because you got to believe. You have to believe. No matter what we say and utter in our words about what we believe, what we you do believe in something. But is it you do believe in something or you'll fall for anything? I do believe people do not like falling for everything. How about that? 
The promise of God is bigger than your storm. That was very powerful. That's what I'm saying. And whatever you deal with, you must remind yourself, be calm. This too shall pass. What's the worst that happened? What's the best could happen? Best could happen, you learn. Best could happen, you get a break. Best thing that could happen is you teach others. Best things that could happen is you live. Really live. That's the promise. That's the promise that you live, that you flourish. People act like that's a bad promise, a bad promise, or that's an awful thing because they don't want to live. I'm here to say, if you don't want to live, then that's probably where you should start right there. Telling yourself, I want to live. Taking joy in the fact that you wake up every morning and then you go, how do I want to live? Are you tired of living the way you're living now? I know I needed to change. It wasn't going to happen through my own will, but God's. So I'm, I'm proud to say with that break I've taken off on six, six makes a month of no alcohol. Six, six makes actually a month of being truly sober. Like I said, man, this was a journey. I'm hoping to take each and every one of my peoples along with me. All the ones that are suffering. Know that this too shall pass. All the ones that are living righteous, continue. You're doing great things. 6-6, six, six, I could actually say I'm sober. I, I will honestly say I went to that meeting hoping I could bullshit. And I was like, hey, the seven months of cocaine free count? No, that's not a sober lifestyle. It's like you're being in denial. Hey, I'm sober. That was my only problem. Nah, I'm going to show you that alcohol is your problem too as you get into an accident, get into a DUI, and take those two days in jail with you. And take all the feelings of everything being taken away with you. Because guess what? I never got pulled over on cocaine. Never got an accident off coke. Nah, that was more mental destroying I was doing there. Tragedy, trauma, what have you. That, didn't wait. that, that finally woke me up as I didn't want to be this monster around the house. But oh, oh, you don't think you have an alcohol problem? Now you got a problem. Oh, you don't think? You just don't think. That's your problem. It's hard work being conscious. It's hard work being aware. It's hard work being, as they say, woke. But I'm conscious today. And I'm thankful that my friend, my best friend is conscious today. That the people involved in that accident is conscious today. Pray for them every day. I pray that hopefully my best friend will have a softened heart. But if he doesn't, that's his choice. Can't do nothing about that. But to my people suffering, we have choices. How you want to live? On some DMX, how you want it, dog? <laughs> I don't even know if that sounded like it. But how you want it? How you want this message? You want to be told or shown? As weekend approaches, I just want everybody to have a blessed one. I want my people that suffering. I pray for y'all. Pray for y'all good and bad. Pray for that the bad does hit you like a goddamn Mack truck and wakes you up. And at the same time, I pray that if you've been hit by that Mack truck, you bounce back and you, you live. I pray that be your last awareness, your last awakening that you need. I pray that we take this one day at a time. I pray that we know that we have one day at a time to take. 
to all y'all, have a blessed day. And um, I'm just glad to be back. I hope uh, whoever's listening, feel free to comment, free feel to email uh, marcus.griffin68 at yahoo.com. Um, hit my Marcus M. Griffin Instagram if you want to message me. And uh, Marcus C.B. Griffin if you want to add me on Facebook as well and talk to me. Uh, I'm here. Please uh, take heed to the messages and the warnings that are above you, to the, to the universe speaking to you. Take heed to that and be blessed in it. Y'all have a great day. Thank you.